here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Welcome, everybody, to this special interview with WWN Live's Gabe Sapolsky. We'll be joined by Gabe in just a moment. want to remind everybody that Shake Them Ropes will be new on Tuesday, March 3rd or 4th. What day will it be? It'll be March 3rd. We will be back live talking WWE Raw, the build to WrestleMania. We're going to review and recap Randy Orton versus Christian from SummerSlam 2011 as part of our Top 100 Match Series. We are also going to discuss Jeff's live attendance of PWG from out of nowhere this weekend. So we'll talk to Jeff about the PWG experience, as well as talk a little bit about Samoa Joe in Ring of Honor. So there's a lot of stuff to talk about tomorrow. It'll be Tuesday night. It'll come at you at VoicesOfWrestling.com, ShakeThemRopes.com, as well as iTunes, Stitcher, RSS, everywhere you can get us. All of our information for subscribing to the show is at ShakeThemRopes.com slash subscribe. And you can get into our YouTube, including this video version of the show at shakethemropes.com slash YouTube or search Shake Them Ropes on YouTube. We would ask that you subscribe to the channel, like, comment, uh, give us the pros, give us the cons, give us any feedback at all. We would love it. So go ahead and do that. We would appreciate it. We'll be right back here with Gabe Sapolsky. All right, everybody, Rob McCarron here, Shake Them Ropes and VoicesOfWrestling.com. Today we are here alongside Gabe Sapolsky talking everything coming up as far as Evolve, Dragon Gate USA, Shine, everything that's coming up. Uh, Gabe Sapolsky, how are you today, sir? Good. Thank you very much for having me on. I, I like what you guys are doing with the site there. Uh, I follow mainly on Twitter and everything, but I uh, obviously have a lot of passion and knowledge and support for the independent wrestling scene. That's greatly appreciated, and uh, I appreciate everyone out there listening. Thank you very much for taking some time, and uh, hopefully this is a good show. We're gearing up for this Sunday, March 8th, live eye pay-per-view of all from Deer Park, New York, back in the New York market. And uh, then, of course, WrestleMania weekend, WWN Live Experience featuring seven live events. I'm booking the two Evolve shows, March 26th, a Thursday night, March 27th, Friday afternoon, and then Saturday afternoon we have the WWN Super Show, and um, the afternoon shows will be over in time for you to attend the other events that night. We do have the King of Indies tournament happening feature uh, as part of the WWN Live Experience, but but the afternoon shows will be uh, over in time for you to catch whatever else you want that weekend. And uh, Thursday night we're pretty much on pose, so it's a great chance to come check out all the guys. Uh, shows are absolutely loaded. Drew Galloway, the Evolved Champion, PJ Black, of course, he was Justin Gabriel. He's going to get a chance to shine. Johnny Gargano, the DGUSA champ, Ricochet, Juan Nation, um, AR Fox, Rick Swan, Drew Gulak, Miss Busick, Timothy Thatcher, Chris Hero. The list goes on and on and on. And of course, the Saturday afternoon, March 28th, has the, uh, the reuniting of Generation Next with Roderick Strong and Austin Aries. 
first time they've teamed in years, and they're taking on Ricochet and Wild Nation. So a lot going on, a lot being busy, but right now uh, I'm real focused on this Sunday, March 8th, with uh, Drew Galloway versus Roderick Strong Steel Cage match. And I do want to mention everything can be found, uh, all the live iPay-per-views and everything at www.nlive.com. And you can also go to dgusa.tv for ticket and building info. So that's www.nlive.com and dgusa.tv. So how's that for getting all the plugs in right off the bat? Got it in right away. And that's the major reason why I wanted to talk to you is because every time, and especially in the last couple of years, you know, surrounding WrestleMania, surrounding all the independent events that take place around that weekend, uh, when you were with Ring of Honor, you were kind of the pioneer of putting an event in close conjunction with WrestleMania and making it a success. I, I'm here in Fort Wayne, Indiana. I remember going to the WrestleMania in Detroit and Ring of Honor shows being around at WrestleMania in Chicago, and you would have the Detroit shows and the Chicago shows. And now there's so many uh, different promotions that run shows that week, and everyone's looking for that specific hook. And I wanted you to you know, come on here so we can kind of get through the confusion, because there's a lot of people that might be confused out there with all the different shows. And we'll talk about those shows for sure, but... There was some news on the show that you mentioned coming up here on the 8th this weekend. Uh, there was some news this weekend uh, or this week about that show. Can you go into uh, the adding and subtracting of some talents there? I, I mean, first of all, I, I do. I don't deserve the credit for the WrestleMania weekend thing. Now it's Carrie Silken. Um, and, and now it's probably his greatest contribution besides money uh, during the time that I was there was mm-hmm. insisting on doing the uh, WrestleMania weekend shows. That was uh, his idea, and I was actually against it because um, my mentor, Paul Heyman, was like kind of like, hey, leave that weekend to WWE, and I'd do what Paul said. So that was um, – that was uh, and Paul didn't mean that, like, don't do competition with WWE. Right. Just His whole point was anything you do that weekend is going to be overshadowed by Sunday night mm-hmm. and what happens to WrestleMania. So it's, it's, a, poor, it's a poor time to run. But, but Gary, he wanted to go ahead and do it, and it turned into a great promoting success because uh, all the fans coming in from out of town and everything. So, um, and then it's, it's just blown up into a huge thing. So uh, Carrie does deserve the credit there. Um, as far as this weekend goes, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh, Tremperetta is, is out and Davy Richards is, is in. So we're really lucky to have Davy Richards um, coming in. He's able to be on the iPay-Per-View now for us. we got him wrestling Anthony Neese, so it's half of the DGUSA Tag Champs and Anthony Neese against Davey Richards, half of the American Wolves. And, um, you know, Davey and I, we've had an up-and-down relationship over the years, and uh, now it's better than ever. So I'm, I'm thrilled to have him in, and, and it's, he deserves a lot of credit for coming in and stepping in and being there for us. And it does, it means a great deal to me personally, because it, it's like, you know, he acknowledges our history and, and, and what we've done together, the good, not the bad, but <laughs> but the good times, and, and he said, you know, and he could have held us up for a lot of money and said, oh, you guys are desperate, I need this amount, which has happened in the past with guys, or he could have pitched to moan about one thing or another or not wanted to do it, which has happened in the past with guys, but Davey said, hey, we got a lot of history, man, like, you know, what can you pay me, and, and let's make this happen, and uh, and we gave him a, a fair deal, and, and he accepted, and um, now we're lucky to have him back on board, and, and I think that's going to be a huge addition to the show uh, this Sunday, and uh, uh, it's going to be big for Anthony Nice too. Um, the, we're at the Sportatorium, which is the NYWC building, and that's where he came from. That's his, that's his old stomping grounds, and that's the, they do a phenomenal job with their school there, uh, developing just great pro wrestlers, and, and he's right out of that system. So he's going back to kind of his home building with this huge match against Davey Richards. So it's, it's, it's really, you know, everything fell into line with that. Now, Matt Cage is on the show this weekend too, is that right? 
Yep, Matt Cage is coming in. He's a guy that I've wanted to get in for a long time now um, and keeping a close eye on him for for a while. We just haven't had the right opportunity in the right spot, and and uh, finally we do this Sunday. So he's coming in. We got him against A.R. Fox, which Cage was super happy when I told him his match got switched to that. Not because he didn't want to wrestle Anthony he's his original opponent, but Fox is a guy that he's trained with and a, a guy that he's never had that singles match against. So we're going to do that and uh, this Sunday. And I, I haven't talked to Fox lately, but uh, or not uh, since we changed the match, but I'm sure he's going to be super happy with it. I mean, Fox just – Fox takes whatever you give him and, and tries to steal the show with it. So I'm sure he's going to be super happy about the whole thing. So um, I'm looking forward to that one on Sunday, too, and seeing what Matt Cage brings to the table. That's part of our um, our new thing where where uh, we have, instead of the, the booker or the management bringing in new talent, it's we're letting the, 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 the established wrestlers we have endorse a new guy to come in to evolve. And it can be uh, uh, an international star, which Chris Hero is doing with Tommy End on, at WWN Live Experience on WrestleMania weekend. It can be an upcomer. It can be a veteran. It can be anybody. It just can't be somebody that's really had a run and evolve so far. They could have a match or two or here and there. But um, we're basically doing this endorsement deal, and Uwa Nation is the one endorsing Matt Cage to come in, which is an, another twist on that since Uwa Nation and Eric Fox are tag partners and part of that whole training circle and everything. So um, it should be an interesting situation. I'm looking forward to what Matt Cage brings to the table. I just had this tiramisu latte at Starbucks, so I, I feel like I'm going a million miles an hour here, and that's why. You, you tweeted about that. It's apparently the next big thing. It's awesome. It's amazing. I love it. <laughs> uh, do you think that helps the camaraderie in the locker room that, you know, you have guys who are basically endorsing other talents to come in? It kind of gives them a little bit more power. I mean, how does that help the evolution of Evolve? And how does that help the, uh, you know, the environment backstage with this promotion being a little bit different that they can have that kind of say? Yeah, I mean, you nailed it right there. And that's the idea is to is to give the guys who have been with us for a few years and the guys who have established themselves and made Evolve and, and made the WWN family is is give them that power and, and give them that opportunity and, and give them that ownership of what's going on in the locker room. So uh, it's a way to really establish some leaders and, uh, and also show the guys that, hey, you've been here. You're the veterans here now. So uh, let's see, let's see what you got. Let's bring in some new guys, and and it's your choice on on who you think earns that spot. Because the guys who are picking the guys to come in have earned the power to do so over everything they've contributed, or uh, over all their contributions to the WWF family over the years. Now, a lot of people out there are talking about the resurgence the last year that Roderick Strong has had. He's in the main event of the show on Sunday against Drew Galloway, who's also had a pretty good run uh, for you and evolved there. Uh, what do you think about this main event and more specifically the last year that Roderick Strong has had, especially in your promotion? Um, I, Roderick Strong, to me, is doing what Brian Danielson did in 2005 and uh, where Brian really just got comfortable with his character in the ring. And and it took really a while. I mean, obviously, he's been around for a while, but now you see him really finding himself and getting comfortable with his character. Now, not wrestling-wise. We've all known for the last 10 years or whatever that Roderick Strong is an awesome wrestler and a true pro, one of the best going today. But now he's he's gaining that promo ability and that character to go to match his wrestling ability and becoming a total package, just like Brian did in 2005. And it's, that's really like my favorite thing to watch is even a guy like Roderick who's, and you've seen guys who have been around for years and years and 10 years, and they're still doing all the same stuff and they're still the same person. And, and Roddy's not doing that. He's, he's, he's evolving himself. He's taking his game to the next level in all, in all 
facets and he's always trying to improve and that's a huge testament to the kind of person Roderick Strong is. Um, the thing we had with him and Drew Galloway, it was supposed to be a one-shot deal in September. We had the match in Brooklyn. It was supposed to be here's Drew Galloway, new to the Independence against Roderick Strong, the benchmark of the Independence for 10 years. Let's see how Galloway does. And they just went in there and they had an intense match um, and instant chemistry there and they just they brought the hate to each other. So it obviously had legs. We immediately did something to, to, to secure the next match or build to the next match. And that happened in January in Ybor City, Florida, had evolved. And they tore the building apart, literally. We had to buy new doors for the building, as a matter of fact. But they brawled out into the street. They brawled on the bar. It was just a crazy fight. And now that leads to this Sunday, March 8th, a live eye pay-per-view, the Steel Cage match at www.live.com out of uh, Long Island. So, um, you know, it's just been something where you got two guys and Roderick, uh, who you started out with the question here, and, and Drew, and they, they took this and, and they made it into something. They, 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 they uh, said they, they, they took well, it's supposed to be one match and they made it into something that could become the first ever steel cage match in Evolve, and they deserve all the credit in the world for that. Uh, Dylan Waco on Twitter asks, what made you decide to create a sort of world of sport inspired subdivision of Evolve, basically uh, featuring the mat work guys and more specifically Timothy Thatcher, who's been working for your promotion that's gotten a lot of rave reviews. Uh, what do you feel about that characterization of uh, a division in Evolve and, and, and about that evolution? Well, it's definitely highly influenced by the world of sport, but I think these guys are taking it and kind of making it their own. And that all plays in old Paul Heyman lesson where you showcase strengths and hide weaknesses and you zig and zag. Mm-hmm. And there's there's not really any promotions really giving that style the center stage right now. And at the same time, we have the guys that can do it with Thatcher and Biff Busick and Drew, Gala, Drew, Drew Gulak. That's kind of the core of it. And then you got like Chris Hero and, and Tommy Ends coming in. And uh, there's a bunch of other guys too. But um, you have that core, you have those guys where it's their strengths and their ability, and they're doing new and fresh and creative stuff with it. And it also sets you apart as a promotion. It's a no-brainer then to kind of pull the trigger and, and try to make it into something, and that's exactly what we're doing. The Moving along to the WrestleMania weekend, because you have uh, several big shows going WrestleMania weekend. Uh, the one on Saturday, the WWN Super Show, this is the one where Generation Next is reteaming with Austin Aries and Roderick Strong. You're going to have PJ Black, who is Justin Gabriel in WWE, Drew Galloway, who is Drew McIntyre. I This show is loaded both on a independent standpoint as well as former WWE names. I, do you feel that you've done enough to get people to maybe look away from other shows and come to your shows that week? I mean, I hope so. I'm doing everything that I can. So um, I'm really proud of the talent roster we have together. I mean, when you look at it, it's kind of a, an all-star roster. I mean, you got TNA, uh, Lucha Underground, our core guys, um, uh, even, you know, an ode to my past with that Generation Next thing, you know. So um, we're doing everything we can, and we're going to have a Shine uh, women's match on there, too. So we're doing everything we can to, to set it apart and, and have a standout lineup, and that's the best you can do. So hopefully people will pay attention. You know, um, it's a it, it is true. If you if you put on something people want to see, doesn't matter what the excuses are or what else is going on, people are going to come out and see it. So hopefully they support it. But I think that's what I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that generation next too, because that was that was announced pretty early on. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, and and I'm I, I like the match that we did with it. I, mm-hmm. I think it's cool. 
where I sound that's egotistical. I sound like I'm putting over my book in there, but <laughs> great like job, the Gabe. You got you got Aries and Strong who kind of changed the game and changed the landscape ten years ago, and they're against the Ricochet and Uwa Nation who are changing the game and changing the landscape, not just here with WWN, but also uh, in Japan with Dragon Gate, and they've been doing it for a couple of years now. And of course, Ricochet having success with Lucha Underground. So it's like the guys who did it ten years ago against the guys who are doing it now, and um, it's it's a really Really unique and interesting match. You know, a lot of times I book stuff because I want to see it, and that's a match that, as a fan, I want to sit down in the crowd and watch it. Absolutely, I think that's what got a lot of hype early on too, and I think that that was a good move. I think making that the first big announcement because that was something that those going into WrestleMania weekend are interested in seeing, and it makes them keep their eyes on what might be next introduced for it too. And also getting Justin Gabriel early on it. What was contacting him like after he left WWE? Um, I, what kind of dealings have you had with him for maybe shows in the future? Or can you talk anything about Justin Gabriel coming in? Yeah, he's super excited. Um, uh, as soon as I, Probably was released, and the success we've had with Drew Galloway and Trent Barretta, who have been who got released from WWE and then came and been like elite performers for us. Um, the um, it, it was a no-brainer to say, okay, well, here's a guy who's who's got some name value, especially for all the WWE fans in town. At least they they know who he is. But also a guy who, who I've always been very impressed with his athleticism, and always thought that he had a lot of potential. But he didn't really get a chance to show it in WWE. Mm-hmm. So let's give him a shot. Let's have some fresh matches around him. And um, I, I made contact through uh, Drew Galloway. He helped us out a lot. And uh, Drew Drew put us over and said, hey, look, these are what these guys are doing for me right now. So this is a good place to come in and, and make an impact. And um, PJ Black is, like, he's super uh, excited. I mean, he's coming in to really show the world what he can do. Um, the big thing was, of course, uh, Drew told me that, that PJ Black wanted to work him. So I said, all right, you know, tell him we'll make that happen. Well, we'll do that the, the first night in, and that's going to happen on Thursday, March 26th at Evolve. It's going to be Drew Galloway versus PJ Black. So there's a whole idea of these are the guys that are going to, they're going to go in there and show what they weren't allowed to show in WWE. And um, I, I have high hope for that one. And then we got PJ Black against Ricochet on the second show. Um, so there you have the, the kind of standard of the high fly now. I mean, this is Ricochet's a guy who, I mean, he's the man right now. So, mm-hmm. so PJ Black's going to have an opportunity there. And actually he told me, PJ, that when I told him, hey, what do you think of wrestling Ricochet? He said that was his favorite guy to watch now. Okay. So he's super excited about that one. And then it's AR Fox. On the third show, uh, that's the WWN Super Show on March 28th, Saturday afternoon. So um, that's kind of like the two daredevils going at it there. So, yeah, he's he's definitely going to be tested that weekend. That's without a doubt right there. And, again, you can see all that at WWNlive.com. But uh, he's coming to work, and he's super excited, and he's coming with something to prove. What's the status on the future of the actual Dragon Gate USA brand here in the States? Right now, I'd say it's in hibernation. Uh, we're keeping the titles alive, obviously. Um, we're using the name. But um, it just became one of those things where we had those visa problems last year, and it just kept dragging on and on and on. And by the time we got it worked out, Dragon Gate had set their roster in Japan. They, they couldn't wait for us. And um, the one weekend they could make it over here was when we had the China tour in November. So of all the ironies there, mm-hmm. of course, then we, we couldn't have done it. We couldn't, we couldn't have 
put on shows while we were in China. So um, we lost that opportunity, and they kind of had to move forward with their business, and at the same time, we had to move forward with ours. But um, the relationship's still there. It's still good. It's just uh, in hibernation right now. So it could come back one day. Um, I hope it does, and uh, we still have a good relationship. It's just one of those things where right now we kind of both went forward in different directions. How was that China trip, and where would you rank it as far as the different things you've done in pro wrestling? It's right up there at the top. It was an amazing, unique, incredible experience. Um, They treated us like rock stars over there. We were in five-star hotels every night, five-star buffets for every meal. Uh, that part was phenomenal. They, they held our hand. They gave. They they took us everywhere. Um, and then being in front of that crowd was such a unique experience because there are a lot of fans there that didn't even know what a three count was. It seemed like uh-huh. like they just didn't know what pro wrestling was. So seeing what they reacted to, who they reacted to, what got over, what didn't get over, and then making adjustments on the fly. It was a lot of fun and a learning experience for everybody. I mean, it was. I can't wait to go back, and we're definitely going back later this year. Going back later this year, how when you initially started getting talent for that show, I, was it was there any resistance from talent to go? Was there any convincing that you had to do, or was everyone like, "Yep, let's go"? Yeah, I mean, one thing about pro wrestlers is they get into this, especially independent, to travel the world. Yeah, and uh, it's a free trip to China where where we were promised to be treated great. Now we weren't, we didn't know what was going to happen when we got over there. Uh-huh. I didn't make promises to them. I, I said, you know, who knows what's going to happen once we get over there? I mean, they're they're making a lot of promises, and and these are the hotels we're staying at. They must the itineraries. Everything looks great, but we'll see what happens. But the Chinese. Uh, delivered on everything and more that than they said they were going to deliver on. And uh, everyone had a great time. I, I think when you ask people about their favorite career experiences, whether it's 10 years, whether it's next month, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, the China tour will always stand out to everybody. And, and it's just the beginning of things there. There's no date to go back, though, yet. Is there? Is there like a time frame you're it's looking at? It's being worked on right now. So we're, we're working on it for later in the year right now. I wanted to ask you, and if we want to skip this, that's completely fine, but I need to know, and maybe you've said this out there and others will say, oh, Rob, he's been talking about this forever. I don't know. How stressful was it running the former ROH board back in the day for you? (laughs) Wasn't that stressful? It's just... The only thing that really pisses me off is like just when people state things that are not true and they state them as the truth um, or else they like will talk crap about something, but Uh they're, they don't, they're not talking, they're they're getting it all wrong. So that's the only thing, Um, you know, I I probably should have just spent a lot less time dealing with the whole thing back then and just let the board be what it was, but like the, the public relations promoter side of me was like, "Oh, this is this is getting the information out there." Um, it's a different world now because uh, now you don't have access to monitor it because people right. will say what they will on Twitter and Facebook, anyways. Mm-hmm. So um, it's it's not a controlled environment. But I, I probably should have just let it be a lot more back well, in the day. This, at the same time, it was a new promotion too, so you wanted to be on any forum you could, and you had this you had this board, and you're excited about the new promotion. So it's kind of hard to lay off on certain things when you're excited about your baby. In a way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was a good promotional tool. I'll tell you the one thing that was really great about it was building the community, and it was mm-hmm. a huge part in building the community of the ROH fans. And and you don't have it as much anymore. But back then, we had fans that would travel to they travel to every show within like a three to five hour radius. Yeah. And uh, people drove a lot more back back in the day. They don't really do that anymore. Well, I don't know why. Well, Maybe you were- 
and that ROH board was in charge of getting a lot of different groups who weren't fans together beforehand together. I mean, I was a, I was a part of it. I was a part of the ROH board back when I, I was 17 when I got into Ring of Honor. Uh, so, you know, I'm 29 now. I was 17 getting back into Ring of Honor, and I still keep in contact with people today who I met through that ROH forum. Um, Greg H was a big, uh, if you know, if you remember him, he was a big supporter of ROH at the time and he got a community. Hey, yeah, Greg's game. the man. Greg's the man. Yeah, absolutely. Greg, Greg, yeah. Yeah. Greg's the man. But yeah, I mean, it was crucial to building that community. It's just, yeah. I just sort of spent less time. I should have spent less time checking out the board and more time with my wife, you know, no, I like one of those type of things. Less time, but, um, less time you know, banning it was absolutely bit. crucial and critical right. to, um, to building that community and the strong community we had back then, which was a huge part in building the buzz and, um, and the loyalty of ROH with the fan base. So it, it was, it was absolutely very important for all that and totally worth it when it comes to all that too. And for you to say something like, Hey, I met people on the board yeah. and, and I'm friends with them today like that means a great deal to me and that's like completely 100 percent sincere that's not promoter talk i mean that's what it's all about is when when you meet people through something and and you remain friends with them and you become real friends with them or you have a lot of good times you can look back on and that happened because we had this thing called roh and we had this message board um that that is something that's really special and that's what it's all about and and i'm I'm really happy to hear that. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I would drive to the shows in this area. I went to uh, the Cage of Death show in Philly was, I think, the longest trip I ever made to it. But, yeah, you would get that sense where, okay, there's other people around. We can make these trips that I normally wouldn't make just by myself. But now we've got a group together. Uh, It was certainly a fun time for me. Did you get any relief when you got to ban people? No, I didn't. I didn't like to ban people, and it took a lot. That was the other thing is people like, oh, he bans every, uh, you know, all this stuff. And I, there's a lot of negative stuff on that board. Yeah, and and I let a lot of stuff go. Um, so like, it's not like I had a quick tr- trigger finger and banning people if they said anything <laughs> negative or or they said the booking sucked or anything like that. And I've I've never had a problem with people saying the booking sucked. It's you know, it's that's all opinion and. And uh, and it's not going to connect with some people, and some some things might suck, and some things might be good. But everyone's entitled to their opinion. It's when you start just being insulting about it, or yeah. just saying false things, like like saying, "Oh, the booking sucked because the story did this and this and this," when it didn't do any of those things. It's like you weren't even paying attention. That stuff was annoying. Um, but I, I never really, I could never justify banning anybody because they said the booking sucked. I mean, right. you know, and to me, the booker also. Once we get into that whole generation with the message board and the ROH generation, kind of took on the same role as a coach in sports or the manager in baseball. Um, and everyone says, "Oh, what's he doing? Making, uh, calling that play or doing whatever? He's an idiot." And that's part of the job is is uh, is taking that, you know, and letting mm-hmm. people voice their opinion. And that's part of the fun of the people who are who are following it is that they have the ability to voice that opinion. So you know, I always it always annoyed me when people were like, "Oh, he banned me for saying this or this or that." But there's a lot of negative stuff on that board, and a lot of people disagreed with stuff, and uh, all that was on there. there There were some there were some negative stuff. There was people that wanted to stir a pot, but we talked about the community overall. It was a very positive community, and I just want to take this moment to say because I was one of those that sometimes stirred the pot on that ROH board. You may not remember, but. I wanted to take this moment to publicly apologize um, to Gabe. I'm Sapolsky. ending this interview right now. <laughs> I'm hanging up on you. No, I want to apologize <laughs> to Gabe. Um, but I have uh, 
I had one final question. What was it like working with Dave Prezak? Because he had a he made his rise, you know, calling matches for Ian Rotten, and then he got into ROH, and he's not as prevalent. He's still working with the Shimmer promotion, but you don't see him everywhere like you used to. I mean, uh, what do you think about Dave Prezak's work in announcing and his overall love for pro wrestling? Um, yeah, I don't talk to Dave like much at all anymore, and I don't know why because you know we talked a lot back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I always liked Dave. We always got along. We had a lot of good times together. Um, and I guess, you know, when I, I do see him occasionally and it's just like old times and, and we have good times, Dave's kind of a weird cat, but that's Dave. Mm-hmm. Um, I always liked him as an announcer, obviously. Um, we had him as the announcer and we also had him as a manager in, uh, FIP and he mm-hmm. was great in the role of a manager as well. So I've always liked Dave. He had great ideas. He created that shimmer thing out of nothing, and um, he saw a niche market there, and, and he's really the one that really was like, okay, we can do a women's promotion of independent wrestling in the United States, and, and he put himself completely into it, and he made it into a success. Deserves all the credit in the world for that. He followed his, his uh, vision there, and he made it into something. And, and you see now there's a whole bunch of other women's promotions. You know, so Dave deserves a lot of credit there. So, um, yeah, I always, I, I really enjoyed my time working and hanging out with Dave. Final pitch, Gabe, for the WWN events, the Evolve events coming up. Uh, go ahead and whatever you want to get out there, get them out there here for the final pitch here uh, this weekend for Evolve. Yeah, uh, this Sunday, March 8th, uh, the Sportatorium in Deer Park, Long Island, New York, DGUSA.TV, Drew Galloway versus Roderick Strong inside the steel cage. And then we got Davey Richards coming back against Anthony Neese, Chris Hero against Drew Gulak on that show, Matt Cage against A.R. Fox, Biff Busick versus Caleb Connolly. Keep an eye on that one. It's not getting a lot of hype, but that's one of those sleeper matches that uh, between two guys – uh, Biff Pusick and Kale Conley are two guys that absolutely keep an eye on 2015. And they had a great 2014. Don't get me wrong on that, but I think we've only scratched the surface of their potential. So that has huge potential right there. And then we got Team Tremendous coming in finally. People have been asking me for them for a long time, so we're going to give them their shot. Uh, very entertaining tag team, and they'll be taking on Larry Dallas' new tag team. So that's all this Sunday. And, of course, it's going to be a big show because it's our last show before the WWN Live experience at WrestleMania weekend. So, you know, we got to set up some stuff and, and make things hot there. So uh, it all leads WWN Live Experience, seven live events, King of Indies. We got Shimmer, which we just talked about, Dave Prezak. We have Kaiju Big Battle. And, uh, of course, uh, the shows that I'm involved in, Evolve. That's Thursday, March 26th. Evolve on Friday afternoon, March 27th. And WWN Super Show is Saturday night. Uh, or excuse me, Saturday afternoon, March 28th, and the afternoon shows will be over in time for you to go catch another show that evening. Hopefully it's King of Indies featuring a lot of the great California talent, but you can catch one of the other shows that night. And uh, Valve are unopposed, and we've loaded those shows up as we talk about. Drew Galloway, P.J. Black, Justin Gabriel, um, Austin Aries and Roderick Strong on the Saturday show, uh, Ricochet, Johnny Gargano on Nation, Timothy Thatcher, Chris Hero, the list goes on and on and on. You can go to dgusa.tv for all the ticket and building info. Uh, the WWN Live Experience is happening just a few miles from all the WrestleMania activity, so it's a good location. And um, wwnlive.com for all your live live pay-per-view stuff. I think I plugged everything <laughs> enough. I feel I feel like this was a weird interview for me because I was just so wired from this tiramisu latte that uh, I feel like I rambled on a lot. So hopefully. 
few people out there enjoyed it, then it was worth your time, and I appreciate you listening. And Rob, thank you very much for having me on. And I, I'm glad I'm glad I did it because I, I, you know, all those words about the message board and and everything that that that, that was really great to hear, and and uh, it means a lot to me. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I thank you for all that time. I thank you for coming on with me. And I pay per view these shows. You don't have to be there in San Jose to watch them. So go to wwnlive.com. You can get the information on ordering them on demand or live. Uh, Gabe Sapolsky, thank you so much. Thank you. In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.